Welcome in to another episode of The Sit Down with Shane. I'm your host, Shane Barrett. You can find me on Twitter at FFShaneB. And joining me tonight for our fifth episode of The Sit Down with Shane is co-creator of the Brighter Skies Charity Tournament. We will definitely be talking about that. And former co-host of the Dynasty Double Wing on the 14 Personnel Network, it is Mr. Ben Condilis. Nailed it, actually. Yeah. Let's you, go. You nailed it. <laughs> no, like literally nobody gets it right the first time. So uh applaud you on that one, sir. <laughs> well, I was putting your uh I actually I'm I'm not gonna lie, when you texted me and I went to put your name in my phone, I had to go back to our Twitter DMs to see your email. And I was like, you know what? I'll just I'll I'll throw it out there, see if I get it right. So yeah. Anyways, how are you nice doing job. tonight, Ben? Good, you know, real good, man. It's uh, it's draft week. Um, it we are recording it is Tuesday night of draft week, NFL draft. So it's um, dude, I I'll only time I'll be better this week is on Thursday night. So I'm um, uh, I'm pumped. I have no idea what's gonna happen this week still, and and I love every minute of it. Yeah, and you're a Lions fan, correct? Which we'll talk about. Spoiler alert: We'll talk yeah. about that later. But you're a Lions fan, right? Yes, I am. So we've got a lot riding on this draft. Um, yes. I say we, the proverbial we, but um, hey, yeah, I don't, I don't fault you for that. <laughs> now, my wife, on the other hand, she'd give you a hard time. But yeah, I don't care. We, they're your team. You're a fan of the team. It's a we. Um, That's it. So, well, cool. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I've been joking for over a year that the Lions were going to take Sam Howell with the uh, 101. You guys ended up with the 102 and the 132. So maybe you take him at 132. I don't hate him there. Um, so. Yeah, I know Sam Howell's your guy. I, I just, I can't get behind him um, yeah. as a, I guess being the, you know, everybody wants to make fun of the Lions and their position at quarterback. And I mean, Jared Goff is, I mean, he's very met. He's just a guy, yeah, you know, exactly. but, but I, gosh, I, I just don't see Sam Howell. I mean, I know that there's some upside there, but given their team trajectory right now, it's just not a pick I would make. I'm like, but if they're going to take a quarterback, give me Malik Willis or, or nobody in this class. Yeah. I mean, that, that's really where I'm at. I understand that. So, all right, Ben, before we hop into the questions, we always start off with a good old ad read for Thrive Fantasy. So come prop up on Thrive Fantasy next football season. But if you're feeling a little degenerate and needing some some player props, hop in for golf or basketball or baseball. Um, Thrive is a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props. You choose 10 out of the 20 player props to build your fantasy lineup. Each prop is assigned a value based on the over and the under and the likelihood of that hitting. So you hit the most props and rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. And it's easy enough in football season that even I can do it. So you can too. When you guys go to sign up on Thrive, make sure you use promo code FFShaneB, and you can do that on the App Store, Play Store, or www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today, and you will get a deposit match on your first deposit. Awesome. All right. Are you ready for the questions? Uh, yes. As ready as I could be, I suppose, to talk about myself, which is one of maybe the most awkward things. Talk about myself and then have to listen to myself talk about myself if uh, I go back and hear this. Don't one. worry about it. I'll try to make it as easy as I can. So when was your first fantasy football league, Ben? 
So when you passed me the show sheet, I was like, I think I know when it was. Um, and I actually went back, uh, shout out Yahoo Fantasy, because I found the actual league still nice. in the history of Yahoo. So um, I went back. It was 2006 wow. was the okay. our first league. So my nice. um, my cousin, couple, uh, what is he, five years older than me? So he started telling us about it at that point. I was a junior in high school. So he okay. was like, Hey, there's, you know, at that point fantasy had been around, but I mean, 2006, it was like, you know, ESPN didn't have the, I don't think Matthew Barry was on ESPN yet, any of that. So it was like, it was still super new and being yeah. a junior in high school and just a big football fan. He's like, you guys got to try this. Like, it's so awesome. And, and instantly my buddies and I were hooked. Like we, I think we did like three or four leagues that year with like four of us in it. Cause we just wanted to keep <laughs> drafting. Yeah, like the, the draft was just immediately the funnest thing we've ever done. Yeah. That's how I feel about fantasy football. Now it's like, I just want to draft as much as possible. Like that's literally the best part. Dude. That's why we all get stuck in these startups and thank uh -huh. goodness for, uh, for underdog now with best balls. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just an open checkbook now. Just, I, oh, I feel like drafting. All right. You know, here's a buck, three bucks, five bucks. Yeah. Yeah, those three dollar drafts are phenomenal. <laughs> they are, dude. They're they're a money grab now, though. I mean, yeah. you know, good job 100%. by them. But it's yeah, like that's that's where you get your fix now. Yeah, hundred percent. So, yeah. are any of those first leagues that you guys started on Yahoo still going? So they aren't. Um, I think our original league ran for probably like three seasons and it had like my cousin's girlfriend in it. It was just like, we were just like everybody that was in the house that day. We were like, we're going to do this draft. So it was like, I mean, we, we held it together uh, for a couple of years, but nice. um, you know, a couple of us core players, um, you know, my cousin that started it, he's still in a couple of leagues with me, um, you know, stuff like that. So um, I would say there's like, there's remnants of it. Yeah. And um, and when I actually found the league on Yahoo earlier this week, I uh, screenshotted the the draft because you can actually still see the the draft picks on it too. In no kidding. Yeah, and uh, and so I screenshotted it Who and I sent it to my cousin. My first round pick. So I messed this up. So looking back at my uh, what sixteen year old self, um, I was a big Clinton Portis fan. So this is two thousand six. Clinton Portis was that. on was on Washington. Um, I, don't I actually. It. So let me pull it up while we're talking. I'll, I'll double check it again, but I think I had second or third pick. Okay. Um, mind right. you though, that's the year that LaDainian Tomlinson went yeah. off, like yeah. off, off. <laughs> and he went uh, fourth overall. So I'll just give you top five because okay. that's really fun to hear. Yeah, uh, let's 2006 hear top five, Edron James, Clinton Portis, Sean Alexander, LaDainian Tomlinson, wow. and Tiki Barber. Wow. That's throwing <laughs> it back, man. Uh, and then, I mean, we only had eight of us, so we finished out the first round with Ronnie Brown, Peyton Manning, and Larry Johnson. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and love that's your Larry Larry Johnson. That was his like mega year, like seventeen hundred yeah. yards and, yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, wild. Like first season ever playing fantasy football, and Ladainian Tomlinson like was like probably the biggest season ever. <laughs> yeah, that's. That's and I, but I'll tell you this: I actually won that that year because um, you know. Thank you again. Shout out Yahoo because I was able to see that I won <laughs> that year. But I was also reminded that Marcus Colston was uh, led yeah. my team because he was a rookie and he was tight end eligible. Oh, cheater! <laughs> so I, I swear to God, I remember it too. I remember yeah. picking him up and, and he was already going off, and he just yeah, I slotted him into the tight end spot the whole season. <laughs> Very nice. Very, very nice. Yeah. Um, 
do you remember what the does Yahoo give you the privilege <laughs> to see what the league settings were for that league? They do, in fact, yes. So um, it was super basic, like starting roster yeah. wise. Um, and then uh, our points, no fraction points. Um, we did, it was 50 yards passing for one point and it was wow. 20 yards rushing or receiving for one point. So, wow. yes. No, so, stingy. I, I mean, hey, I don't know if that was even <laughs> standard at that point. I don't know what it was, but um, looking back on it, high scores were like 75, you know, wow. 80 points. Like you were lucky wow. if you broke 80 points. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. So, <laughs> yeah. What is your longest standing league now? And what uh, are the settings for it? Going off the script, I get it. Um, longest standing league. So I commission a, um, you know, call it home league for purposes of the Twitter community, but a um, yeah. bunch of buddies back home. Uh, I started it. What was our first year? I want to say 2013, okay. something like that. So I've been going quite a few years now. Um, nice. And it is a PPR league uh, redraft. Um, everything else is basic one QB, um, two running back, two receiver, a flex, um, no super flex. We still have kickers and defense in there. Um, still do basic rolling waivers. Um, okay. So, like, super standard other than PPR, I would say. Yeah. Nice. Very, very nice. So, you, you mentioned that you love to draft, and I love to draft, and um, that's gotten us in trouble and being in too many leagues. Yes. So, Here's how I position this next question for you. We're maxed out on leagues. You can join one more league, but it has to be your favorite league settings. What are those? Hmm. So I would answer that question two different ways, to be honest with you, because my favorite league settings, um, I am, I like things pretty simple overall. Um, like yeah. if you told me favorite league settings, I would say for me, it'd be dynasty uh, first because I like the full season scope of it with constant trading. And, and I mean, there's literally never an off season as long as you're in the right leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd be dynasty super flex, or at least like high value placed on the QB position, you know, points wise. Um, and then, uh, you know, PPR um, uh, probably like half, half PPR maybe with, with the yeah. half tight end premium. Um yep you know, something that just kind of keeps, keeps value across the board. So that, that would be what I would consider my favorite league settings. But if you told me I could only join one more league, um, I would probably try to find something a little crazy. Like last year I did it. I uh, had to give up the team now, but I was in like this massive IDP league with just crazy scoring and stuff. Uh So it was like, I was maxed out on teams last year. And then I got that invite. He was like, you know what? All right, fine. I'll try something different. Um, and I heard you, I heard Dan, uh, Dan Turner on, was it last time last week? Um, yeah, uh, he's a couple weeks ago, but a couple yeah. weeks ago, but you know, he mentioned like the vampire leagues or, um, uh-huh. I've done, I've done guillotine leagues a few times. Yep. So, um, it, I think if, if I only could join one more this season, it would be probably something like that, like a guillotine league just okay. to mix it up. But, um, that, that's not exactly my favorite league. Setting. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm helping Jeff Lambert test out a, uh, a new league it's called a zombie league so it's kind of like okay. a vampire league um i'll look after the show and see if there's any uh any spaces open because i know he's still okay. looking for people just to throw it out there to you so. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm always i'm always intrigued to hear some of the different settings you know that people come up yeah. with um like the first time i heard about a guillotine league was i mean it was only a couple years ago and i did it for a few seasons and it was just i mean it's it's super cool um yeah. and 
and we actually grew it from our first year, which was, you know, 16 teams or whatever it's supposed to be. But then we had, I think it was 20 in the next, next time. Nice. And, and we did a couple of double elimination weeks. So it was like built in where two, the two lowest scoring teams got, got axed at one point. So. Jeez. Yeah. That's violent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right over there. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, long day. Long day here. Um, it's, only, it's only Tuesday, man. You got to catch up on some sleep here dude, before I the draft. Know. I know. <laughs> luckily, luckily, I got an off day tomorrow. But uh, so, when did you start making content for fantasy football? Um, I think it was 2016. I want to okay. say. Uh, this sounds about right. Um, 2016, I think. So I, I had actually joined Twitter originally wanting to do like fantasy content back in okay. probably 2015 and um, ended up just turning it more into like a Lions fan account just because okay. I, I didn't even know where to start. Uh, yeah. But then I had an opportunity to, um, you know, just it was a local like Michigan based site was looking for writers and um, I offered up doing some fantasy stuff. So that was kind of nice. where I first got started. Very cool. Do you remember what your first piece was? I don't. Um, I was thinking about it, and and I don't know. I, my assumption is it was probably some sort of just like a basic like rankings type of uh, thing, like top ten running backs or something. Um, just like what I would call kind of, I'll call it easy content. I'll probably yeah. get slapped for saying that, but I mean it's just you know something that was you know easier to talk about and write about, um, just to kind of get my feet wet. Yeah. No. Hundred percent makes sense. Um, and what made you start? Um, just fantasy content in general. I mean, I, I wanted to do it because, um, I, I would say one, I thought that I was good at fantasy. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I feel like that's maybe where we all kind of get started is like, you know, we, we enjoy playing the game and we enjoy talking about it with our buddies in our leagues and, and whatnot. So I think that's kind of where it stemmed from. And then, um, you know, I, I had friends that would just reach out to me for advice, whether it was trade advice or, you know, just shooting the shit about stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um, I think it just kind of was like, hey, I mean, there's an opportunity to write. I've literally never been a writer um, for anything, but uh, just, I don't know, I'd, I'd always been a talker. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, at that point, podcasting wasn't even in like the, the thoughts, but yeah. um, I was like, hey, I mean, I maybe I can put my 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 ability to speak to paper. <laughs> yeah. And going a little off script here. Sorry. When did you start podcasting? Um, so that would have been last year. So when, when okay. Jay and I started the dynasty double wing in February last year, um, cool. I would, uh, I had get, excuse me, I had guested on a couple of pods. Um, if you're familiar with the baby bowl, um, yep. right. Uh, Rob, Rob Norton, right? yeah, Rob Norton. Yeah, I couldn't think of his last name. I don't know why. I want to call him Rob Thomas. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rob Norton. Yeah. So uh, the the winner, the weekly winner, gets to be on. Um, uh, was that Fantasy Impact? Um, okay, cool. West loafing it on Twitter. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So he he hosted the weekly winner uh, for Baby Bowl. So I got to guest on that a couple of times, and basically kind of like this. I just realized that you know I enjoyed talking. Uh, maybe yeah. more than writing. And so um, I wasn't looking for anything, but then the 14 P guys, um, Marco and Justin reached out to Jay and I to start our show last year. Awesome. Yep. Um, and just because you and I have become close over the last year or closer over the last year, mm-hmm. I know that you've stopped with uh, content creation. Um, if you don't mind, tell us a little bit more about that journey, but then also the, 
are you looking to get back into it at any point? Yeah. I mean, I'll start with, um, with stopping. So, I mean, stopping was hard. Um, mostly because I, uh, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to let my co-host Jay down, um, yeah. in some ways because it was, you know, we had developed a pretty strong friendship, um, just oh. doing the show and, um, and, and I mean, Marco and Justin too, but I mean, Jay and I were the ones on at least our show every week. So, but it was more just, um, you know, my, my life had changed just family wise, uh, a job had, had started. Um, I mean, all good changes, but it was just, yeah. just busy and I just didn't have the time to focus on it. And we started our show in February and we were a dynasty focused show. Uh, but once the season got rolling, I just honestly realized that I had, I didn't have enough time to focus on it and it felt like more of an obligation than anything. Um, and, and so, you know, I had a weekly work meeting every Wednesday night. We did uh, our show on Tuesday, you know, NFL does primetime games as my wife would say every night. So it was yeah, like, yep. <laughs> it, it just was like, I, I couldn't find the time to say, Hey, like what night of, of the week did I have free at that point? So yeah. um, I was also coaching my son's flag football team, which was on Tuesday nights, the same night as our show. So okay. it was just like uh, all good, busy, but just busy. So no, that um, totally makes sense. I just wasn't dedicated enough and I wasn't watching the games as much as I, as I wanted to one for personal, but two just to even have a chance to talk about how guys were doing every week. So um, I just, I kind of had to make the tough decision. And, and as much as I didn't want to like, like I said, disappoint Jay um, and and Marco and Justin, it was just, I just knew that I needed to do it for, um, you know, just for me. No, that makes perfect sense. Um, and I, I commend you for recognizing that within yourself and within your own schedule. Um, that's a, it's a hard decision to make and um, one that some people probably need, have needed to make and haven't necessarily <laughs> made it in the past. Um, I don't have any, like, I'm not thinking of anyone specific, but like, yeah, just talk, speaking generally, like there've probably been multiple people that have been in the same situation as you and haven't necessarily made the right decision. Um, so I commend you for it. Well, I would say too, is, I mean, you know, just to to speak to those people is, you know, having made that decision one, I mean, you know, I'll put myself out there if somebody wants to reach out and they're like, Hey, like, I just, you know, I I don't know what to do if I leave, but I know that I I can't stay either. It's, um, you know, I certainly feel free to reach out to me, but um, I, you know, two is, is I feel like you can always go back to it. I mean, obviously I'm speaking from somebody that was like literally just starting in, I guess the, the industry, if you want to call it, but um you know, I'm sure there's others that are probably a lot deeper and it's a lot harder to leave because maybe it's a career path. And, and that's a much deeper conversation, I think. But uh, for me, it was just, yeah, um, it was more of a, uh, I guess, a, a hobby. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, so, I mean, to answer part two of that, I don't have any plans to return right now. Um, you know, doing your show tonight. Uh, I love kind of, kind of guessing and um, I'm yeah. actually guessing on, on Jay, Jay started another show with our buddy, Sam, yep. Sam Wagman. And, so their um, their show is Tuesday nights later at night. So I'm going to be guesting on with them for for draft week, um, and I enjoy that very much. But for yeah. me, it just kind of goes back to the commitment aspect of it, and just I mean, I, I just have so much going on right now that I yeah. I've been offered a few opportunities to to kind of jump back on, whether it's writing or podcasting. And I'm just like, now that I've made that hard decision to stop, it's it's harder to want to get back into it because I know why I stopped the first time. No, that totally makes sense. So um, have fun tonight with Sam and Jay. Um, at, <laughs> well, assuming Sam is there. I know 
uh, on your tweet, it said Jay. So yeah, Sam um, is not. Sam's off tonight. So Jay was like, hey, Joe Bunn. Loser. I know, right? <laughs> um, so I can say that. He's a friend of the show. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what's your favorite thing about the fantasy community, Ben? Caught you mid-drink, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, true, true way, uh, you know, waiter, waitress style. Um, uh, favorite thing about the fantasy community. So kind of going back to the relationships aspect of it. I mean, you know, I would have no idea who you were, Shane. Uh, no offense if it wasn't for the, the fantasy <laughs> community, you know, I wouldn't know who, you know, there's so many people that I, I've had an opportunity to meet. Um, not many in person yet, uh, but I've, I've actually, I've met a few in person. Funny enough, Jay and I have actually never met in person. And, you know, I, I think everybody saw us do our show every week for you know months and months last year and whatnot. Yeah. And, you know, we talk all the time, but um, yeah. we've actually haven't met in person yet, but it's a, like legitimately, I mean, um, you know, I consider him one of my really good friends. We text all the time. Um, you know, there's a few other people that I, that I've met that are like that. And it's just, uh, you know, beyond the, the positive community aspect of it. Um, it, you know, I also enjoy the fact that it's 24 seven football and like, literally mm-hmm. I could be up at three in the morning and I could check Twitter and, and there'd be somebody talking about something. So yep. I like, if I really wanted to, I could jump in the comments and talk about it. Um, you know, it's 24, seven, 365 even. So it's like prior to joining Twitter. I mean, if, if I had these crazy thoughts about, I don't know, uh, Tyler Lockett in June, like who, who would I tell? Like, uh, you yeah. know, my, na- my neighbor doesn't want to hear about that. So it's like, <laughs> I know well, I people, want to. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm slowly like training my eight-year-old to get to that point. He's a huge yeah. football fan, but like, <laughs> he doesn't obviously have the same background on it that I do. So it's like, yeah, I just, I've always enjoyed talking about it no matter when it is in the season or off season or whatever. So it's, um, you know, it's just that all around, you know, kind of all encompassing aspect of it. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, all right. So tell us a little bit about yourself outside of fantasy football. Um, I think I've hinted or mentioned a few times, but, um, I do have a wife, <laughs> uh, we've been married for five, six years now, six years. Uh, and so we have two kids, another one on the way due in October. Congrats. I don't think it's I knew things. that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not out there, at least on the Twitter side of things. Um, okay. it's out there for, uh, I guess Facebook. So friends yeah. and family on that yeah. side of the, <laughs> of the realm. But, um, so yeah, so another one on the way in October, we find out what that one's going to be on uh, May 9th. So, awesome. um, family's growing. We have two dogs, we have a cat. Um, so literally a house full, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, outside of that, I'm, I guess I'm in sales, not, I guess okay. I am in sales, but it's, um, uh, corporate sales, maybe the easiest okay. way to put it. Um, and, uh, yes, yeah, exactly. So I work for, um, a power tool supplier, Okay. Um, I guess we keep it at that, but, uh, so yeah, so I work with like a major retailer. Cool. Um, so it's, uh, and I live in Arkansas no, I mean, I'm an Alliance fan in Arkansas and, uh, <laughs> I mean, I know you and I have definitely talked Shane. It's, uh, I'm not originally from here. I'm yeah. what you would call a transplant, but, um, I've been in the Northwest Arkansas area for just over two years now. Cool. Yep. You and I are both transplants actually. So. <laughs> That's right. Yes. You're from Alabama. Bam. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> and so, now in South Carolina, I believe. That is also so, correct. Yes, look at that. See, I remember things. Atta boy. <laughs> tell my wife so, that. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you tell mine. Um, <laughs> Deal. <laughs> uh, what other hobbies do you have outside of fantasy football? I know you mentioned coaching your son's flag football team. That sounds like so much fun. 
Um, but what other hobbies do you have? Yeah, um, I guess you could. Yeah, I would definitely consider that to be one. This was my first season coaching, and and I I loved it. Um, it was the most fun I've had on a football field, uh, like ever. Um, I was never, uh, I never played varsity football. Like I, I legitimately quit after my sophomore year because I was just, I, I was a small, fat kid. So I just went and got a job. <laughs> like, so I was never going to play the game. But I mean, getting being able to be on the field, like literally on the field for my son's first ever touchdown at, you know, eight years old was, was awesome. Awesome experience. Um, and so, yeah, I would, I would definitely rope that into it. Um, outside of that, like legitimately, this is my hobby. Fantasy football is my hobby. It's, um, yeah, I mean, I'll hit on some others, but I tell my wife all the time is like fantasy football is the one thing, you know, I guess that might sound bad, but it's the one thing that I feel like as, you know, married life and kid life and all that has continued to evolve it's like i've been able to hold on to that as my thing like some people are car guy or mm-hmm. you know they're golf guy um i've just you know I, I like to go golfing but i'm terrible at it so i don't do it much but i mean i'm that. just like i'm i'm sports guy i mean i'm, I'm yeah. fantasy football like that's that is my my escape so to say that is my hobby yeah. so I mean, you know, beyond that, I, being pretty new to this area, I like to take the kids out and I like to travel local, you know, okay. to try to explore some of like the cities around us and the restaurants. I mean, there's, I'm from a small town of 5,000 people with five restaurants. So for me, like, <laughs> no way. yeah, like moving here, there is just a legitimately endless number of restaurants. So just things like that, restaurants, bars, um, yeah, local that's, breweries. That's how we feel here in, in Greenville. Like, We've legitimately joked that like we could go to a different restaurant every day and probably for three years never have to repeat because there's that many different restaurants here. Yeah, that sounds like this area for sure. I mean, obviously depends on how far you want to travel, but I mean, I would say within 20 minutes of me, I could, I mean, especially when you factor in food trucks and Uh uh, food trucks that don't move. um, I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous the amount of just options there are. Yeah, totally. All right. Are you ready for rapid fire? I am. All right. Cool. Get my sheet out, though, because I need to remember what I said about myself. (laughs) (laughs) Cheat sheet about yourself. I love it. All right. And just so you know, this is rapid fire. So if I uh, feel the need to ask a follow up question, I will. Um, It should be a pretty easy follow up question. (laughs) That's fine. All right. Here we go. Favorite NFL team? Uh, The Lions. Okay. Favorite college team? Michigan. Michigan Wolverines. All right. Should have seen that one coming. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, there's other options, but yeah, I'm a Michigan fan. Favorite sport that's not football? Uh, the NBA, um, specifically. Okay. I, 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 uh, excuse me. I originally wanted to say basketball, but uh, never got into college. Um, okay. Not as much recently with the NBA, but um, growing up in the Detroit area, 2004 yeah. Pistons, 2005 Pistons. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. that's my jam. So, yeah. Um, even though the Pistons aren't in it, are you enjoying these NBA playoffs? I feel like it's been very competitive. I haven't seen a minute of it, to be honest with you. No way. Yeah, I haven't. I, I hadn't just started watching until the playoffs, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I will probably try to tune into some of the games. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I just haven't got into it yet. I, I want to. My son's starting to show some interest in it. My eight-year-old, uh, we yeah. watched like the slam dunk competition together this year, nice. and we kind of talked about watching some games, but um it's uh, now that the Pistons are starting to show signs of life uh-huh. after about 10 years off. Um, 
I, I think we'll probably start to try to tune in more next season. Awesome. 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 All right. Uh, favorite food. Um, I said pizza. So okay. I, I told you earlier this week that I am awful at these favorites lists because I'm just like, I'm always just such like an even like keeled person. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. What's my favorite thing. I don't know. So I said pizza because like legitimately you could ask me any day, even if I just had it and say, Hey, you know, I want pizza for dinner. And the answer is always literally going to be yes. Yeah. Um, it just never doesn't sound good. Yeah. I get that. And and it's mobile and it's usually cheap. And mm-hmm. I always say that it's hard to do pizza bad. So like, if I don't know what I want somewhere, I'm like, oh, okay, pizza. Like, <laughs> Love it. Uh, favorite pizza topping? Green olives. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, well, I mean, for starters, I, I mean, I'm a meat eater. So, I mean, you could throw pretty much any kind of meat topping on a pizza and I'm happy with it. But um, just to give you something different. Yeah. I would say green olives is like okay. my off. That that makes more sense. Um, favorite sports movie. Remember the Titans. Great selection. Favorite non-sports movie. This one was a hard one. Um, Christmas Vacation. Ah, very good. First Christmas movie nomination I think we've gotten. So uh, I thought about this one and I realized that I don't really sit down to watch a lot of movies. Um, uh, if I do, it's a new movie or yeah. it's, you know, it's one that I haven't seen. So any, there's not very many movies that I'll go back and just constantly rewatch. Um, so Christmas movies came to mind and, and 100% Christmas vacations tops of that list. Love it. Uh, favorite book. This is a new question that I've added. Uh, short answer is none. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I don't read like, ever. I'm just, I haven't been a reader, but yeah. I went the dad route and I chose a book that I love to read to my kids. Okay. And it's called the monster at the end of this book by Grove oh, from Sesame street. Great book. <laughs> yeah. I love that book. <laughs> and as a dad, you have to read it in your best Grover voice, whether it's yep. awful or not. So yes, yep. <laughs> it's, <laughs> we read that one a lot. And both of my kids, uh, they're eight and five now, but it's been a favorite at some point for both of them. So yeah. That's a great choice. Uh, favorite band? I went artist. Um, and as a Detroiter, I chose Eminem because okay. I mean, I've just ever since I can remember, I've I've listened to his music. So if you want me to go band, like actual band, I went Lincoln Park. Okay. Oh, girl. So. <laughs> great choices. Dude, I've recently I, I would say got back into them. Um yeah. I've I've been back in the in the gym after like a two year hiatus uh-huh. and so um wanted to mix up my playlist. And so for the last probably two weeks, I've been listening to like heavy Lincoln Park playlist. Love and it. um and dude, it's just I go back and, and I, I've said it a lot, but to me their first album, um Hybrid Theory, yep. probably one of the most playable albums ever, yep. like top like start to finish. Yep. Um Bleed it out on minutes mm. to midnight. Yes, love that song. Um, it's a good workout song. Great. Yeah, I was gonna say great gym yeah. song. <laughs> yes, they start so, off with like hand grenade pins in every line. Like, yeah, and then all of a sudden you're just like your eyes just open up. You're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Awesome. All right, favorite adult beverage. I'm a bourbon guy. Um, newly new bourbon guy. So okay. anybody that is a bourbon fan don't come at me because i'm probably talking about whiskey too but um it's uh, i would say it's it's a hobby quote unquote that i took up during quarantine in 2020 um but i it was one of those things where i just kind of wanted to force myself to like something different because i was always a rum and coke guy just like super basic 
And okay. so I, um, I just started to, it was like a forced habit, not habit, nice. but a forced uh, taste, I guess. Acquired taste. Yeah, for sure. Um, second to that would be Oberon. It's a specific beer made by Bell's okay. Brewery out of Grand Rapids, nice. Michigan. Very Fantastic. Nice. If you like wheat beers, citrus beers, it okay, is. Okay, now you're you're talking my language. Yes, actually. it is is a citrusy wheat beer. You might be able to find it in South Carolina. I actually have it at all my stores here in Northwest Arkansas. So okay, I think I I want to say that they are distributed by one of the big distributors now. So okay, just I will uh... up for it. We'll we'll chat off uh, <laughs> off air, and I will uh, see if I can find it. It's a good so. summer beer. You put an orange in it. I mean, it's it's good. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. Favorite TV show. Shit's Creek. Great choice. Yes. Favorite actor. Uh, struggle with this one too. I went Paul Rudd. Very good choice. Yeah, Paul Rudd. He's. <laughs> I mean, I dude, I relate to him in so many ways, especially now that I'm getting older. He's just yeah. like he's goofy. He's not afraid to be goofy and yeah. just look like a total jackass. And it's always hilarious. So, <laughs> yep. Um, I, I'm just thinking of the mean tweets thing that pops up either on Twitter or on TikTok, And it's, um, if she'll, uh, I'm going to bleep it out. F Paul Rudd, then she'll F you too. <laughs> Paul Rudd is hashtag uneffable. <laughs> I feel like I've seen that one <laughs> too. That was what just popped in my mind. I'm sorry, Paul Rudd, if you ever see this. I actually enjoy your uh, your acting. So, uh, <laughs> so I have to ask you: Have you ever seen his scene from the movie Wonderlust? Mm-mm. Oh my! That I will send you off air. Um, okay. It is so the movie itself, Wonderlust. Uh, it's not very good. It's actually him and Jennifer <laughs> Aniston, and I would think okay. it would be great. I think it's Jennifer Aniston. But, dude, he gives himself this whole pep talk in a mirror. They're basically – they find themselves at this camp where they have to um, swing, basically. And yeah. he gives himself this whole pep talk in this in the mirror of what he's going to do to this unknown woman. And it's – I'll send it to you. It's, okay. it's fantastic. <laughs> All right. Last two questions. I need a right now and I need all time. Starting with favorite defensive player. Okay, good because I did both. Um, so all time, uh, my buddy behind me, Ray Lewis, uh, favorite defender right. all time. Um, t- honestly, tough call between him and his teammate Ed Reed. Um, I mean, okay. those early two thousand Ravens teams were just uh, incredible to to grow up watching. Um, right now, and and quite honestly, very borderline all time is Tyron Matthew. Really, I like that. Yes, I Honey Badger since his days at LSU, man. It's uh, that's yeah. probably one of my dream jerseys. Um, I don't buy jerseys much anymore, but one of my dream jerseys would probably be um, if I could get it signed, Tyron Matthew LSU jersey. Okay, good to know. Yeah, <laughs> keep that in your head if you ever want to buy me a gift. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, shameless plug here. I am running a a jersey contest right now. It's for Plexico Burris. It's not for Tyron Matthew. But um, if you want to get entered, go to the pinned tweet on my account and check it out. It's very easy to get entered. Um, But the whole idea was stemmed from asking people who they wanted signed jerseys from. So there you go. Tyron Matthew could be next at some point. I have a ton of jerseys. I don't have any signed. My my son has more signed jerseys than I do, and it's one, and it's by Matthew Stafford. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. Is it uh, is it Alliance Matthew Stafford? Of course. Yes, I so, love it. And uh, so we met him, and he signed it for him. Oh, that's so cool! 
So yes, Thanks. I have a fun, I have a fun story about that. <laughs> All right. You got to tell it if <laughs> so, you got time. Of course. Yeah. Um, so it all started because of Twitter, to be honest with you. Um, okay. I think it's still my pinned tweet, but um, short story is 2019. We were going to training camp. Uh, the Lions training camp still lived in the Detroit area. And I put out on Twitter um, basically that we were going to training camp. I tagged the Lions in it and said, you know, my son's a huge Matthew Stafford fan. He'd love to meet him. Just, hey, shot in the dark, Twitter, yeah. do your thing. Um, he was in kindergarten at the time, and they had an assignment where they had to write about a person they knew a lot about. He chose Matthew Stafford in kindergarten. And it was like three sentences, like uh, whatever. He said like football player number nine. He's really got, or he's really good, but he spelled it wrong. It looks like Riley God. So, and anyways, I put the picture of that on there too. And I was like, he's, he's clearly a big fan. Exactly. So yeah, it, it, it caught fire. It was just one of those like hopeful things that caught fire, retweeted like 500 times. Um, and the Lions reached out to me and they made it work um, when we were at training camp, uh, exchanged numbers with one of their social media guys. He's like, hey, you know, we can't guarantee anything, but we're going to try. And so That's halfway nice. through training camp that day, they texted me and they're like, hey, like meet us down here. Um, walked up, uh, my sons and I, um, they were five and two at the time. Yeah. And, um, and right after practice, they got to meet Matthew Stafford. Um, it was, it was a quick, probably two minute meet and greet, but, um, he signed my son's Jersey that he was wearing. And then the lion's PR staff actually printed like a real nice version of the, the picture that I posted on Twitter, um, uh, that he, like his drawing and stuff and Matthew Stafford signed that too. So we have it framed in his room. That is so cool. So I love that. (laughs) I love when you get to see the, the human side of athletes like that and they actually go out and above and beyond to uh, to do stuff like that, especially for kids. That's awesome. Well, it was cool too because like clearly it was just right after practice. They were like, hey, we've got this quick meet and greet. Like They just pulled him off to the side. And so they handed him the thing. And as he's walking up, um, and we have it on video too, you just hear Matthew. He's like, my son's name is Bronson. And he's like, hey, Bronson, buddy. He's like, you're the artist. You drew this for me. Like He just like personalized it right from the jump. And I mean, yeah. you know, it's – I related to it as a dad more than anything, because I mean, I think Matthew's maybe a year older than I am. You know, he's obviously got kids of his own too. So it's just, uh, just super cool just to be able to meet him and, and just kind of see the impact, you know, that he has. And and he, I mean, in his eyes, right. He's just a dad. He has kids. He's like, man, like he knows that means the world to these kids. So you could just, you could just tell right away. I mean, when I shook his hand, he just kind of gave me this look like this head nod. He's like, I got you kind of a thing. It was just, it was awesome. That is so cool. So, um, so, favorite offensive player is it Matthew Stafford? Uh, no, I went a different route. So, okay. yeah, I didn't. I mean, I don't know if I'd put him as my favorite, anyways. But um, I went current. I went Justin Jefferson. Okay. So I kind of kept coming back and forth on this one, um, and, and just something about Justin Jefferson, the way he plays the game, um, not just his game, but the way he plays it. You know, he, he has so much fun out there and. And I mean, you know, the, the dance, the gritty, I mean, maybe it's because yeah. my kids like getting into all like the YouTube highlights and the Fortnite and all that, but it's just like the way he plays it and, and you just watch him just have fun out there. I've always liked receivers. Um, yeah. Like Chad, I mean, obviously I have Chad Johnson behind me. Clearly mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with guys that like to, you know, be flashy and have fun. So, yeah. um, 
I would say Justin Jefferson's probably, but uh, a close second is actually Derek Henry because, you know, he's right there with just, I mean, every time, every time they play, I mean, there's nobody else in the league like Derek Henry right now. Yeah. And I mean, I, I sound like an, like an old man, but I'm, I'm like a throwback football fan. You know, I love yeah. hard knocking defense, you know, I, yeah. I love like big bruising running backs, you know, these, so, I mean, Derek Henry for me is, is an ultimate throwback. Awesome. So awesome. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. All right, well, that wraps up this episode of The Sit Down with Shane. Make sure you guys follow Ben on Twitter at the Extra Point FF. And Ben, are you doing Brighter Skies this year again? We, I don't think we are. Um, oh, will you at least tell the people about it um, just yeah. so they know um, what it was and um, kind of how they can support you in, in any way? Yeah, absolutely. So Brighter Skies, we launched last year, um, was our first and so far only uh, uh, season for it, but it kind of came about uh, essentially to help raise, I, I would say raise awareness for online bullying, but it was more just just to kind of to be a conversation starter and, and to just to talk about the different the different options that are out there for those that have, you know, been victim of bullying or have seen it um, on, you know, online and being that we are all, at least in, in the Twitter space, I mean, it is all online at it all. It's all these online interactions. So it was really just kind of just having an opportunity to talk about what, you know, your words um, and, and realistically your actions can, what kind of impact they can have. So um, yeah. we started a best ball league last year and, um, and to enter the league, you had to donate to our fundraiser, which was just through um, it's not GoFundMe, but it's one of those types. I can't remember yeah. who, what Avenue it was through, but um, so we had, we have 16 people in the league last year, prizes to everybody involved. And, um, and honestly, the best part of all of it, I think was that we did a, uh, a potathon too. And the potathon that we did was, was during the draft and, and it was just, it was hosted by a bunch of different podcasters, um, you know, pretty much all within, I guess, the Twitter community. And so it gave a lot of people an opportunity just to, just to talk um, whether it was about football or, or about other things, you know, life um, and, and, the conversation revolving around the online bullying aspect of it. Um, you know, I, I think it gave a lot of people an open space to talk about maybe potential, uh, you know, personal struggles with, with mental health and things like yeah. that. And it's just, it's, it's, I'm a big proponent of that. Um, especially as a parent, it's, you know, one, I, I want to see, you know, I, I want to have those interactions with my kids and I want them yeah. to understand just how, like we all go through whatever it is you're going through on a day-to-day -day basis or, or, anything bigger, more long-term than that. Um, but I'm also a big proponent of it when it comes to just talking to other parents as well. Um, and just kind of like the day-to-day -day struggles that we go with. So, um, it, you know, to me, that was just an opportunity to, to give someone else a space to, to open up and talk about it. And, mm -hmm. um, and, uh, Chrissy on Twitter, um, uh, I don't even remember how to pronounce her last name. Sort of the nest Chrissy Sauer, Scour, um, big 49ers fan. I'm yeah. sorry, Chrissy, if you're listening, I'm, I'm messing up your last name, but, um, she, she, had, she had been off of Twitter and really just kind of all, all things like content creation for a long time. Um, and I hope she doesn't mind me telling this story, but she helped us close out the show, um, last year. And so with Will, uh, Will Harris. And so yeah. they were both on the show last year. And, and ever since then, it's like, I, she's talked about it a few times with us and it just, it seemed like it kind of gave her her confidence back after, after being the victim of some online bullying and Twitter bullying. Yeah. So it was like, 
and, and now you see her thrive and it's a fantastic. Mm-hmm. So just to, um, to know that she was able to, to have that space and that platform just to kind of openly talk about it. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty great. And that's, that's the whole reason that we did it. So, awesome. you know, if, even if it helped one person, you know, whether it's her or anybody else, then, then I think we, you know, we did our job. And, and unfortunately, like I said, I don't think, I don't think we're doing it again this year. Um, you know, for whatever reasons, probably more just, uh, life the same reason i'm not podcasting anymore yeah Yeah, it's just it's a time consumer and i know you you know you've got your your um uh charity league that you run and it's Mm -hmm. just i mean you know the time commitment is insane and you know kudos all the kudos in the world to anybody that runs one um, because it's you know whether it's 10 people 16 people or it's you know hundreds of people like i think you've grown yours to now it's yeah i mean it's a huge task but i mean it's uh you know it's pretty awesome just to see the type of impact that it can have. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, thanks for sharing that. And, uh, we'll talk off air. I may see if I can help you, uh, keep that running. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm open. I'm open. Cool. 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 Well, again, that wraps up this episode. Make sure you guys follow Ben on Twitter at the extra point FF. You guys can follow me on Twitter at FF Shane B and at fantasy nightcap. This is on the fantasy nightcap YouTube channel. So make sure you like, and subscribe there again, go to the pin tweet on my Twitter account right now. There are three instructions for you to get three entries to the contest to win a signed Plexico Burris Jersey. They're all super easy. So you should be able to do it. And then again, that ends on Saturday, the end of the month. So I will announce it probably on the episode following that for the NFL draft review uh, with Nick script. So make sure you guys listen to that episode to see who wins the contest. It'll get tweeted out too, but uh, this is sit down with Shane. Cheers.